Every minute of Narrative's reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Narrative. In 2016, Russia helped Donald Trump seize the White House. Now, in 2023, is the Kremlin calling the shots in the People's House? Tonight, I'll reveal how the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, is aligned with Russian interests. This raises serious national security concerns as he pushes for the impeachment of President Joe Biden. And later, paid members are invited to a special event, a workshop where I'll lay out what I know so far on the Hunter Biden investigation. You won't want to miss this special edition of Narrative. And don't forget, the only way to access that content is by signing up for a membership at Patreon, YouTube, or now on Substack. Your donations are so greatly appreciated, and we need them now more than ever. Since he's rushed a late-night election to speaker, Louisiana's Mike Johnson has flooded the media, touting an anti-gay, anti-abortion, pro-Jesus and pro-impeachment agenda. But Johnson's measured tone and conservative worldview belies his extremism. He's an election denier for sure, a Christian nationalist without a doubt. But my investigation reveals he's also made a political career by aligning with Russian interests which becomes all the more germane at a time when Russia would like to see President Biden impeached. Let's look at American Ethane, a Houston-based firm that produces ethane from shale. Despite the red-blooded name and the U.S. headquarters, it's actually a subsidiary of the Kremlin. American Ethane has bankrolled Johnson for years. Why, you might ask? Well, for influence and money as is always the case when the Kremlin is involved. American Ethane is a Texas-based company engaged in the development of ethane infrastructure and introducing the next fuel to the global power generation market. American Ethane is principally owned by two Russians. The first is Konstantin Nikolaev, a Russian oligarch with direct ties to not only Putin, but three of Putin's best childhood friends. The second is Alexander Volishin, Putin's former chief of staff. He's not technically an oligarch, but he's so close to Putin and before him, Boris Yeltsin, he's considered the ultimate Kremlin insider. If there's one thing we've learned over the last seven years, it's that modern oligarchy always has two sides, business and espionage. And that's very true for Nikolaev as well. His duties for the Kremlin extended into intelligence work. 51-year-old Nikolaev is known to have funded and been the handler of Russian spy Maria Butina of NRA fame. You'll remember Moscow illicitly pumped millions into the NRA, which then laundered them into Trump's 2016 coffers. GOP representatives also cashed in, including, you guessed it, Mike Johnson, who collected $9,000 from the NRA during the Butina operation. Conveniently, Nikolaev also invests in a Russian gun company that's owned by his wife, and their son has been a volunteer for Donald Trump during the 2016 election campaign. One big, happy, colluding family. In 2017, Nikolaev also began donating directly to Mike Johnson through American Ethane CEO John Houtaling. And now Houtaling is a CEO in name only, 
He doesn't own the company and he's really a lawyer from New Orleans who just happens to have a side gig running American Ethane. Their contributions to Mike Johnson's campaign and to the campaigns of other representatives and senators from Louisiana was all about greasing the wheels for a proposed ethane terminal in Louisiana. Now, even though the firm was Russian-owned and is named American Ethane, all the exports were actually going to China. You might recall Donald Trump's very flashy visit to China in 2017, which included symbolic signing ceremonies of deals between American and Chinese companies. American Ethane was part of the pageantry. And on this YouTube video, you see Hao Tailing in the front of this picture. May I invite Mr. Zhang Hao Tailing, the second CEO of American Ethane Company, and Mr. Chen Jianze, chairman of Nanshan Group, to the signing table. This is Hao Tailing signing the largest ethane gas export deal in U.S. history at a summit in China last fall, with President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping looking on. So while it's true that Johnson is bankrolled by Russian oligarchs, the real money involved in Johnson's backing through American Ethane is actually funding coming from China. There's also evidence linking Johnson's anti-LGBTQ agenda to the Kremlin's global strategy to criminalize homosexuality. Johnson has compared homosexuality to pedophilia. He's called it unnatural and dangerous, and he's blamed it for the fall of Rome. As a congressman, he continues to champion anti-LGBTQ causes, supporting a national don't-say-gay law. Johnson has never apologized for the pain and hurt caused by his advocacy, and his record shows a pattern of actively promoting anti-LGBTQ discrimination and rhetoric. No clear right to sodomy in the Constitution. You have been getting hammered on this. Yeah. And I want to ask you about it. I want to know exactly, you know, where you stand. Some of these comments were 15 years ago. I don't even remember some of them. In the 2000s, Mike Johnson provided legal advice to Exodus International. That's a group that promotes harmful conversion therapy and an anti-gay day of truth at schools. At the time, Johnson was working for the Alliance for Defending Freedom. That's a non-profit which says it exists to defend religious liberty, but actually what it does is attack LGBTQ causes. The Alliance for Defending Freedom is a key partner of the World Congress of Families. In 2017, I exposed how Vladimir Putin used gay rights as the perfect bridge to the Christian right and evangelical churches in the United States. Johnson's work for the ADF would have connected him to Alexei Komov, who is a Russian representative at the World Congress of Families. He's also the right-hand man of another close Putin oligarch. Johnson's wife also hails from an anti-gay world. She runs a Christian counseling service that equates homosexuality with bestiality and pedophilia. They've also come after you personally, attacked you, your Christian counselor, a woman of God, attacked your profession. Um, what's your response to that? Um, well, you know, I used to be a school teacher and I loved that, but I just felt burdened for so many people and I felt the calling to, to go back to school to become a Christian counselor and it's because I love people and I want to be able to help them through their times of struggle and suffering and um, I love what I do. I absolutely love it. As a husband, you know, 
I'll take any arrows, that's fine, but don't talk about my wife, for goodness sake. She's the kindest, sweetest person in the world. It's also worth noting that the World Congress of Families authored Russia's anti-gay law, which banned pride parades and imprisoned young LGBTQ people in Russia for propaganda of non-traditional sexual relations to minors. Speaking of unethical relations with minors, people are still wondering about Johnson's adopted black son, Michael. We, we, we took Michael in uh, almost 20 years ago. Uh, he was 14. I often, the, the easiest way to summarize our story is I, I asked friends, have you seen the movie The Blind Side? That was our story, except my Michael was not an NFL prospect. The new house speaker adopted his black son, Michael, when he was just 14 and Johnson was 25. That was two years before Johnson met his wife. According to the Johnsons, they raised Michael, then had their own family. But you'll find very few photos of the adopted Michael with the rest of the Johnsons. The speaker has also been at pains to cover up specifics of the story. Similarly, Johnson has hidden from his resume a stint in 2010, when he was the dean of a Baptist law school that never opened because it was embroiled in fundraising and child abuse scandals. These attempts by the speaker to cover up elements of the story around his adopted son or his wife's cover-up about her professional career as a conversion therapist or even the scandal at this law school where there was child abuse allegations all suggest that the speaker may not be as transparent as he could be. The speaker does seem like an upstanding man, but these consistent attempts to whitewash the past suggest there is much more to the story. Soon, it'll be up to Mike Johnson to decide whether to keep chasing what is essentially a Russian disinformation operation about Hunter Biden. The result may be the impeachment of the president, Joe Biden. We know Russia has used compromising material to pressure other congressional leaders before. The stakes could not be higher. With something as important as an impeachment looming at this very critical time in US history, it's fair to ask, does Moscow have something on Johnson? Every minute of Narrative's reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives. One day you'll tell the story of autocrats, crooks, and kings who came for our freedom. A story of citizens who stood up to tyranny and won. The people prevailed and renewed an old vow to a more perfect union. And that was just the beginning. The story continues. Narrative. Where truth lives.